0: A reading from Luke 2, 41-51 Every year his parents went to Jerusalem for the Feast of the Passover. When he was twelve years old, they went up to the feast according to the custom. After the feast was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. Then they began looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them, and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me? He asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. But his mother treasured all these things in her heart.
1: So here's uh, like a perfect little encapsulation of the fact that Jesus was both fully God and fully human. That came up yesterday or the day before, and it's going to come up again as we look at the life of Jesus. Um, but it's it's really important theologically and historically that he was both. He was fully God and he was fully human. And we have this very human thing going on. He loses his parents in the temple, or they lose him rather. Uh, there's this very human interaction. You know, son, why have you treated us like this? It's just It's just so human, right? Right. And then he comes out with this statement, didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? And we know, of course, the rest of the story, oh my goodness, this is the son of God. And Mary and Joseph may have immediately recalled the angels' uh, visions that they gave them, saying this is going to be the Messiah. He's both fully human and fully divine at the same time. It's It defies logic to have dual nature. And why is it so important theologically, as I said, that he's both... <laughs> fully human and fully divine. Well, real quickly, here's why it's important. So if the entire human race owes a debt because of our sin to God, well, it's a debt we cannot repay because there's a huge chasm between our natures. We aren't God, um, so we can't afford what God is owed. Yet uh, we still owe it, right? We still owe this debt from our sin. What if there was a God, man, or was a representative, someone who could represent all of humanity, but who was also divine, so he can afford the price, so to speak, through through his death. Then his costly blood, his precious blood, he was able to pay uh, the divine price on our behalf. So this is this is real, real succinctly. I'm trying to articulate why it's so important that he was both fully God and fully human. And here in this scene in the temple, we see both natures popping out.
2: Yeah, you know, the, uh, the astonishment at the teachers, uh, it, it's kind of, there's an irony built in here, which we can't actually fully appreciate until later. So I kind of responded to this by writing a, a story of a precocious 12-year-old boy going up to Jerusalem and impressing all the teachers in the temple, foreshadows a very different reaction to his later public ministry. 12-year-old is no threat to the established priesthood. but It is something else altogether when a 30-year-old man coming riding into Jerusalem on a donkey with crowds of people shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Even at 12, though, Jesus was not confused about his genuine identity. Didn't you know that I had to be in my father's house? What I'm trying to get across there is... In in storytelling, irony is one of the the factors. And here, the um, priests in the temple marvel at him. Kind of, you know, they pat him on the back and say, "I can't believe you know all this stuff. Where did it come from?" But they're not being malicious. They're really um, kind of probably patting themselves on the back and saying, "Man, we really train up our kids just right." But in fact, the same people, you know, thirty years later in the temple are plotting to kill him so what's the difference
1: right yeah it's the story it's going to be the story isn't it
2: yeah well the difference is at 12 he's no threat to them Mm -hmm. he's a marvel Mm -hmm. at 30 uh Mm -hmm. their whole world is trembling (laughs)